0: Welcome back to episode 54 of Bucks UK TV. Uh, it's another week, another victory. Tim was there. He'll tell us all about it. Graham's going to uh, tease Tim on uh, how much he did or didn't drink. Uh, but our newcomer this week is Tom. Welcome, Tom. Hello. Um, so, Tom, you've been a Bucks UK member for some time. Maybe for those that haven't, don't know you from the forum, do you want to just give us a little, uh, little intro on how you got into the Bucks?
1: Uh, Yeah, so I think I'm Bucks UK, it was sort of during the lockdown, I think the first lockdown, it's been a couple of years now. Um, So yeah, I've been a Bucks fan for about 12 years. Um, Got into the NFL when I was at uni, I watched the Super Bowl between the Steelers and the Cardinals. Um, And yeah, I was hooked from that moment and I've been to Tampa more than I've been to anywhere else. So that was the team I chose and yeah, stuck, stuck by them through thick and thin a lot more
0: uh it's paid off in the end yeah exactly i think if i had to watch the cardinals and the steelers i'd support the bucks too (laughs) (laughs) so without any further ado we will start talking about those dirty birds Tim, you were there. Take us through it. I think you were about half the attendance in the stadium by the end.
2: Yeah, it's it's a magnificent stadium if you ever get a chance to go. But it's a typical Atlanta crowd. I've been there many times. And if their team are poor, they just don't turn up. They were probably 50% full. And a lot of Bucks fans were there. I've never seen so many Bucks fans at an Atlanta game. Even though they've got a big following, we were out in... We were out in drones, it was great, and what a great performance to see as well.
0: That's right, there is a big, big box following from the, uh, the Atlanta. Um, uh, 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 the uh, what are they, Tailgate you the cases, That's it? Yeah, yeah, the invasion. I think they've rebranded yeah. something, haven't they?
2: Yeah,
0: so Graham, for those of us watching it back at Blighty, it was on at a reasonable hour at least, but um, it wasn't, wasn't as straightforward as the score implies, was it? I don't think so, but I,
3: I I don't think I ever felt in any danger. It's one of these uh, in the new Tom Brady era. I think there's a lot uh, there are a lot a lot less um, heart attacks going on in the Bucks UK membership during these games. Um, certainly, I think apart from that one ridiculous pass attempt with about thirty seconds to go in the first half that ended up in a, an interception. You know that that was the one dumb play. I think, and uh, and if not for that, I think the scoreline would have would have been far more appropriate. I thought we were well ahead of them. I thought we were the better team in, on most fronts, uh, despite the fact that they did go about you know, 60, 65 yards rushing in the first drive. Uh, but once we got to grips with that, I think I don't think it was ever ever in doubt.
0: Well, I think that's a good point. So you mentioned the uh, the Brady interception, so we'll stick with that and talk about the offence first. Tom, does Brady get a bye for that, a pass?
1: Yeah, I, I think he's he's done enough for us over the last, what, two years or a year and a half. Um as, as Graham said, it was kind of the one the one dodgy play really. Um other than that, it, it looked comfortable, especially on offense. Um we were moving the ball really easily. Um didn't really have to get the run game going at all. Um Godwin was just catching balls for fun. Um and yeah, so then so we could move the ball down the field pretty easily. So yeah, I think he gets a pass for that for that one. Uh, it's pretty. That, that
0: was a, um, a, a a Bucks record, wasn't it? Fifteen catches by a receiver in a game. So he, yeah. he, he's put, he's setting some records.
2: Yeah, he, he certainly was. You know, Godwin was listed as wide receiver. My thought on it: he was a wide receiver running back because if you look at most of his catches, I think about ten of them were almost wide receiver screens, all caught at the line of scrimmage. But yeah, he he was superb, and like Tom said. Tom Brady would get a pass on anything for me. Um, that was the Aliens taking, you know, having to go at the Falcons and really want to put the foot down on the throat and really put the game away at half time. Just slightly backfired. But we were always comfortable. Um, the atmosphere there was extremely quiet throughout the game um, as we dominated, you know, our drives. You know, we drove the first route, 13 plays, 75 yards, killed what bit of crowd noise there was. And that just carried on throughout the game. So, like Graham, I was always confident, even though it got close.
0: I really like that analogy of calling him sort of wide receiver slash running back. Because the other thing I was going to sort of uh, maybe ask you, Tom, was kind of the running game. It felt like it was the Lenny show. But, you know, no Geo. Maybe he was returning kicks. Rojo got one carry. I mean, it, it
1: just He right. got a carry, didn't
0: he? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a funny one. Because I think even like Fournette, didn't carry the ball that much. He was catching the ball a lot. I mean, mm. his, his his sort of past past game has come on so much since he's come to the Bucks. Um, I think it was a big criticism of his, for, for, obviously, like the jags that he wasn't sort of there when they needed him in the catching game. um So yeah, he's he's come on a long way, and I think he's proven now how important he is, which is why Rojo is only getting you know one carry, which is you know what we not what he expected at the start of the season. I think.
3: Out, uh, me, I think, though, that they've got a, a 44-year-old quarterback throwing the ball 50 times in the game. And I think it, it, it probably sums up the confidence in the pass protection, which is absolutely sensational this season. Never been better. And if if, if not for that, I think they wouldn't they wouldn't let Brady pass as often. Yeah, I, I, I would
2: agree. That was, yeah, the offensive line has played superb. There was one pressure during the whole game and one hold by Donovan Smith on a running play. That was the only errors that were made by that offensive line. And you can say that virtually week in, week out for them.
0: How how sort of smiling do you think Brady was when he saw that the Patriots only decided to throw it three times this week without him? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think 40 mile an hour wins affected
0: that somehow.
1: Mm, <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> <potato. laughs>
0: <laughs> so kind of top, man of the match then for, for the o-, o side of the ball?
1: Uh, Godwin, it has to be. Yeah. It was unbelievable.
0: I, I, I will throw somebody else in there
2: who is Gronk. Mm. we we got to realise how we've got to look after him a little bit as well. He's There's a lot of miles on the clock there, but his presence within that team is immense. And uh, So I, I, I would also have Gronk with it. Godwin's fantastic. But also, Mike Evans come up with two or three big plays just when we needed them. And you know, I, 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 you know, we had Godwin, Gronk, Fournette, and then you throwing future Hall of Famer Mike Evans into the mix. Cam Braid. There is still so much going on. Still not hearing any of OJ Howard, which is still my big disappointment in the,
0: in this offense. He was a bit like the, the the invisible man, wasn't he, Graham? Yeah. Who are you going to go then? Give, Tim's giving you some choices. Tom thinks it's Godwin.
3: Yeah, it can't be anyone other than Godwin. He's broken a team record there. Just phenomenal play. Uh, plus, he's, he's he's run for whatever it was seven or eight yards. I, I, you can't you can't take it away from him. Um, as good as Brady was, as good as the offensive line were, you know. Uh, I liked seeing Carlton Davis back. T T looked good. Um, but no, Godwin for me definitely stood out. Fantastic. I did. I did. Uh, talking about Gronkowski, I noticed and talking about the number of times he's been hit, he took a bit of a slide, uh, foot first slide to avoid a hit at one point. I thought, yeah. that's him thinking, oh, these ribs aren't healed just quite yet. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was not, definitely not a, tactical, a tactical decision, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, quite right, too. Yeah. You mentioned CD actually. So let's move to the, the defensive side of the ball. And um, I think I can't remember was it Graham or Tim it was, it was probably you Tom, but one of the other guys mentioned how kind of you know after the first drive versus before the first drive it seems like a switch was flicked. Um, what what was the spark on D? What what really won it for us?
1: Uh, I think the way lots of different players stepped up, and you know, like Pierre Desir came in and forced a fumble, Cam Gill got a sack, even that like Andrew Adams coming in and, and looking solid. I think we ju- we just. I think yeah second half we really stepped up on D and players were just stepping up um and we just made it really really difficult for them we got pressure on on the quarterback and yeah I think once once we started doing that it was really really comfortable um it almost was like the Brady interception woke everyone up mm-hmm. came out second half ready to go and and not and it was just really professional second half really we just we made it look fairly fairly easy um even though it had the potential to yeah go go the wrong way I think
0: I love that. Welcome to Bucks UK where a pick six is a positive because it stokes <laughs> up the defensive side of the ball. <laughs> I,
2: I, I, I will bring one negative into the conversation on our defence. Yet again, it's my pet hate with the Bucks defence is missed first tackles. And again, on Sunday, if you looked at the first ride with Cordell Patson, Antoine Winfield, a short tackler, flat-footed, Couple of times that happened during the game, we're not hitting that first man early. So that's that's my petting. But I will mention a couple of other people, which is the middle of the of the defensive line. Fea, Sue will mm-hmm. get the headlines for four of the five sacks. But you, you should have seen the play William Goldstone, who was right in the backfield on virtually every play. And he only rushed on it on about 10, 12 plays, but three times he just with him a split second behind hitting that quarterback right in the face. And he is much underrated in that team as
0: well. I think that's a good point. So, I mean, Graham, both the other guys are talking about the depth and the way that the whole team's risen up. It feels like we're striking gear at the right time. Is this, is this a, a blip or a resurgence? I think it's uh, deja vu all
3: over again, as they say, from last year. <laughs> I just I think we're starting to, starting to get the, the injured players back. Um starting to show a bit of a little bit of domination both sides of the ball, but I think I think we'll pick it up from here on in. I'm sure we will. Um what I liked this weekend was the sacks on third down, getting the pressure on third down and getting them off the field. Uh, we haven't really been doing that an awful lot. Um we've been letting teams drive on us far too long, but I think we did two or three of the sacks, I think, came on third down. Really yeah. good to see that. Really good to see that. That that's what we need. And Vita Vea sack machine, fantastic. He deserves it because, I mean, some of his... He's he, hes moved, you know, 350-pound guys 10 yards into the backfield this season on, on multiple occasions. He's been absolutely fantastic. So it's good to see him get the, you know, the the numbers up, which, which he deserves, the odd sack here and there. I know he's not in there to sack, but um, nice to see him getting a little bit of recognition there as well.
0: Yeah, and the commentators, I think, drew attention to that. I think mm. that's, a, that's a good point, well made. Yeah. So let's close out our review then with... Uh, Kieran's favourite part of the, uh, the the scheme it's the special teams. Now, Tom, tell me, wh- what's your grade for special teams? Then, what's the report card looking like?
1: Um, we we made no mistakes. Didn't do anything particularly special. I think it's kind of the the sort of the standard with our special teams to some degree. It's kind of we call it, it ordinary
0: teams from now on. Then.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just do we don't we don't seem to ever return anything big. Um, but we don't necessarily make too many mistakes, so I think, you know, they're, they're doing what we need to do, really, to make sure that we we keep the ball and then the offence get it, and they can move the ball pretty easily, so, yeah.
0: Tim, any any excitement in the stadium at any point for us threatening to return it more than three yards?
2: Um, never. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to say, yes, he would. Geo had one go, I think it was, and he didn't look comfortable with that return,
0: actually. It's... Recovery, he caught it, started to sit down co- and make yeah, a cup Think about, um, you know, whether the run, wasn't quite sure, then decided to move.
2: Yeah, you know, Tom, Tom made a good point. Our special teams is just said to safely catch the ball, get the offence back on the field. Until we get the likes of Darden potentially back, we're not going to look to return any kicks of any description. Um, So, you know, Ordinary teams, I think, now is, is a real good term for them, or or a setup up set play.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Graham, everyone else has forgotten about the Miss Pat. You can rest assured, Yeah, sure no, I I,
3: I've I've got the word written down here. Doink, no <laughs> doink off the post. <laughs> it's becoming that that sound is becoming uh, a bit of a constant in our lives these days. I think that's one in the last two or three games we've had, which is disappointing.
0: I want someone in the in the Bucks locker room to set it as the ringtone for Sasha's phone. So every time we get a text message, you're
3: doink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've I've given special teams a a C, and that's me being nice. I think I, I, it's just just as everyone says, we just seem to need a spark from somewhere. Returns are just like like Tim, but like you guys were describing, um Geode, it's so tentative. There's there's no kind of explosive. You know, attempt at getting the ball back. I don't know. It's, it's all very strange, but um, yeah. And I at, think- at the end of the day, if the less mistakes are being made, you know, then that that's fine. It gets the ball in play. It gets us in decent, half decent field position. That we're not backing ourselves up by making mistakes. So, I guess I that's think, a blessing. I think
0: you're right. It's field position, isn't it? Because one of my worries, and you know, yeah, we'll talk about the Bills. We shouldn't look ahead more than in one game. But if you're thinking about the playoffs. And you're thinking about, you know, the NFC is shaping up, isn't it, Tom, to be the 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 wrong side of the bracket to be in. And I just think, you know, it's it's, it's gonna be a difference
1: maker, isn't it? Yeah. I think as as Tim said, I think if we can get someone like Darwin back who has got that spark, it will be really, really important. Um because it, you know, if we can get the field position and, and make it easier for for our offense, then we'll score more, we'll score more points. It's that simple. Um I think, yeah, I think we're going to have to get players, someone like Darden to to spark that spark that side of the ball, though.
2: And and that will provide that lift for that team and the crowd because we don't do it. We're expecting that Brady is going to run the length of the field. Not run the length of the field, but drive us <laughs> to the length of the field. Get down, get down. He'd <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> have a nosebleed t- t- after 10 yards. <laughs> yeah, it could take him half an hour to get to the other end. But, uh. Um, you know, we could provide that spark within the crowd as well. That would get them lifted within the game. We are just very expecting our offensive defense going to do the job. Yeah. So, cool. of course. And we're hoping spark. it's a home
0: crowd because, you know, so far undefeated at home. That's that's another thing that's not happening yeah. in Hamper for a long while. Yeah. That'll,
2: that'll be massive on the running.
0: So, uh, as I said earlier, the forum was busy, and uh, we got some comments that came through from uh, our members. Starting off with Steve Gargett, wouldn't swap Evans and Godwin for any other pair of wide receivers. Absolutely right. Kevin Lyle, cracking result and no high blood pressure this week, as you guys said. It was uh, it's, it's nice to be a have a relaxing game once in a while. Lee Morgan, we managed the game really well. To be fair, one moment of absolute madness. I think that's the pick pick six, uh, but overall good. And then lastly from Stu, a few more empty seeps at the end, but there were loads at the beginning too. They knew before the game started that it wasn't going to be their day. Uh, I think there's an element of that. I think I, I was looking at the uh, Atlanta Falcons UK fan club, who are great guys and we get them really well and have lots of fun with them. But they, none of them predicted a win. So I think this one, mm-hmm. this, this uh, definitely seemed to be uh, exactly what we expected it to be. However, the team that we care about most is the Buffalo Bills. And so that's what we'll come on to. Um, Obviously, at this point, we say thank you to Bucks Report for all the help that we do in promoting our podcast. Uh, It's nice to uh, to be associated with those guys. They're good fun on social media. Follow them, follow us, like, subscribe, bell, all of the stuff that Alex says, all the cool kids do these days. So uh, be a part of it, please. And if you're in the UK and you're not a Bucks fan, uh, if you're in the UK and you are a Bucks fan but not a member, why on earth not? Head over to BucksUK.org and click on join and change that right away. Um, there's Some good prize competitions coming up this week uh, on the forum. So click on there and join and sign up and, and get involved. And on the game day threads as well, we'd love to uh, to have you part of the chat. <clears throat> so, Tom, let's look ahead then to the Bills game. Just, uh, you know, very high level. Kind of what do you think is going to spin on? Because it feels like it depends which Bills team is going to turn up, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, um, I, think I, I think I said last when I was on the, um, the fighting squawk, I've got a friend who is a big Bills fan, and I get no end of, uh, of grief from him over the years. Um, but yeah, that's what we've, we've kind of been saying this year, that it's been very much a sort of Jekyll and Hyde with them. They sometimes look really, really strong, other times, like last night, look absolutely awful. Um, I think for what's going to be really important is stopping Josh Allen getting out of the pocket, um, he can make things happen. If he starts running the ball, which he can do, and you know, we have you know as as good as we are against the run, sometimes running quarterbacks can cause us a slight issue. Um, they can get a bit of a bit of room. Um, so I think we need to stop him. If we can stop him, they become a bit one-dimensional because the rest of their running, running game isn't as strong. Um, then it'll just be kind of stop digs from getting free. Um, so I think that's gonna be really key. Just stop him, stop him being able to run around, stop him being able to give them different options. Um, and make them a bit one-dimensional, really.
0: And there's been some earlier sort of games in the season where we haven't done quite as well as we should have done at containing the QB, have we?
1: Yeah, that's, that's been a, a slight issue. Um, they're obviously weakened on defence at the moment with Davis White being out. So, you know, if we can, if we can stop their their offence, I think we'll find it a bit easier than maybe we could have done in the past if they'd had White available.
0: OK, so, so Tom says he's laser locked in on Josh Allen Graham, who... What's your sort of key to the game overall, schematically?
3: Yeah, you're as well moving on to Tim because I'm just going to say the same. That's that's definitely the one for me. Um, I I have fits when we play against these type of quarterbacks. That um, if I'm sitting in the same room as my wife, she just sits and shakes her head at me. I'm, I'm bouncing <laughs> off the walls, you know, throwing my laptop up near because we kind of pull these guys down. Um, so yeah, I think I think he is dangerous. I mean, if you look at if you look at the 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 the, the rankings, I mean, they're they really highly ranked, top five in all the major offensive and defensive uh, categories. So dangerous, dangerous team. We knew that at the start of the season, and I think these three or four, well, three defeats in the last kind of five weeks or so has, has been a big surprise for everyone. Um, But the fact that they weren't really able to stop the run, I think last night maybe gives us a little bit of hope that maybe, you know, if, if we can get the run game going that we... That we open up the the pass for our fifty fifty attempts from from Tom Brady this week, um, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I'm a, a, very much a, a big um, fan of Josh Allen. I think he's a tremendous quarterback, and and he's going to be a a real handful for us. Yeah, okay. We're relying relying on the linebackers, I think, to pick him up. You know, the, the D line guys are in trying to stop the run, but but I think the linebackers are and they're fast enough, they're, they're savvy enough. They know they know they're looking for him. Uh, so, hopefully, these guys will, will, will pick him up and, and tie him down.
0: All right, Tim. I mean, so both, both Tom and Graham have picked up uh, Josh Allen as a runner. But, I mean, as a thrower, the thing I would draw my attention to is I think they've got an exceptional, other than the Bucks, set of receivers. I think they're really underrated. I mean, everyone's known of Cole Beasley and Stefan Diggs, but I think Emmanuel Sons is good. Uh, the running backs out of the backfield are good at catching it. I, I think it, it's a good offence.
2: It, it, it is a good offense, and and Josh Allen, as the boys have said, is quite rightly the player we got to target. But he can be erratic when he's throwing that ball. He throws it really hard over a short space of time, and these guys are not always in position for it. I agree. Diggs is Diggs is a quality player who we'll 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 have to watch. But might keep the game is Josh Allen when he's sat on the sidelines. Yeah, last Sunday we had 13 play drives, six play, nine play, 14 plays. All touchdowns. Josh Allen cannot beat you when he sat on his backside on the bench. And that that to me is the key part of the game, is, is time of possession for us. Because I picked this at the start of the year as one of the two real tough games I thought we had. The Rams and this game were the two I targeted as really challenging. So... We get in, we get in the bills at a good time, I believe, at this moment.
0: That's a really good point, and Tom, how do you think our offense then shapes up against the deal? Can in the air vested interest? Buffalo is my starting D on fantasy football. I think they're a great team defense. When I look down the list, roster, so I don't necessarily get that scared.
1: Yeah, I think White being out is is huge. Mm. He's a he's an exceptional cornerback. Um, I think Poirier's been doing all right this season. He's got a fair few interceptions. It's going to be kind of keep the ball, keep the ball away from him as I think as much as possible. Don't give him any opportunities to try and pick one off. Um, but yeah, I think our receivers are strong enough, and we've got so many different options, so many different weapons. I think we're going to we're going to be too much for them um, on D. They're a good they're a good defense, but I think we're an exceptional offense, and I think we're just going to have too much.
0: Graham, do you think
3: we can drive it on these guys? Definitely, yeah. I think um, just as Tom said, really good. We've we've got we've got the run game if we need it. We've got the past game if we need it, and it, it, and and if you're going to rely on an offensive line, then this is the offensive line to rely on. And I'm really happy with the way that the offense is working just now. So, yeah, but if, if it comes to a shootout, I'd fancy Tom Brady every time.
2: Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady's thirty-two and three against the Bills all time.
0: Yeah. What yeah. What, what do
2: we need to do? Well,
0: Time to put your money where your mouth is then, Tim. Uh, what's the scoreboard going to look like when we tick down to zero? Uh,
2: it's it's going to be another bucks win
0: and 27-17. Well, that's a good, nice health. T- Ten points we like, Graham. I've got 31-27 for the
3: bucks, so a little bit closer, but uh, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get our noses in front and stay there.
1: Tom? I've got 34-24, so similar sort of uh, differences, Tim, but a few more points to the board.
0: Uh, see, I was umming and aring about the scoring till I remembered that the game's in Tampa, and and because we're on Tofino. and this is this is the luck of Brady in the schedule. Can you imagine if we were going to Buffalo in December? Brrr, but you know, no, I, I yeah, thirty-five something, not very high. I think yeah, you know, fourteen. I give them maybe. I, I think it's going to be brilliant. I think it's going to be. I think the wrong team's going to show up. I think their defence is going to struggle to keep pace with us. There's too many people to mark. And I think, you know, we'll, we'll do that, Ben, but don't break things. So um, hopefully uh, you agree with all of us. Clearly we are far from partial. We realise that. Um, so uh, let us know in the comments what you think. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. So thank you, Tim. Thank you, Graham. Thank you, Tom. No problem. Thank you. And all together now, go Bucks! Go Bucks! Go Bucks! Go Bucks.